Hello, welcome back to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. I'm going to do a little uh, housekeeping here and explain that uh, you guys are going to hear an episode again from last week. You'll hear a new one this week. But um, in the past, we've been ahead on these episodes. Like you guys just listened to our Halloween episode. It is now after Thanksgiving. It has been almost four weeks, I think it has been four weeks, since we've recorded an episode. We all got into the holidays. We had a lot going on. We took that time to uh, enjoy family time and eat a lot of delicious foods, which we will get into. And we're back. We're back, not with our full crew. Chrissy's here. Say hi, Chrissy. I'm here. The most important member of the, the podcast, most important obviously. Member. Um, obviously. But Mike is not with us today. So we have a sub filling in today. Um, I asked my wife to join us. You have so. to talk like Mike the whole time, though. I was just thinking that. I don't know. how I should have worn a tank top. You should have worn a tank top. <laughs> and you yes, can start by saying, I have urine. And then you run out of the room <laughs> and go pee. That I is mean, very accurate. That's pretty close. Yeah. I'm not far away from Mike, I guess. That is, <laughs> we're interchangeable. That is pretty good. So we're back. We're going to record another episode here. Talk about progress. We're going to try and put a lot of stuff in this single episode. Um, I'm sure we will touch on this again next week when hopefully we have Mike back. But uh, just so you guys also know, going forward now, these episodes will be yeah, more pretty real much time. up to date and more real time. Um, hopefully we'll get to stick with that. We might add an extra episode here and there because I have some other stuff in the works that's a brewing um, that I will not release as of yet. But we'll get there. So uh, let's get in to the information and the updates for... Yeah, Victor, tell me about where you were around think around Halloween, so I guess. So on Halloween, our last episode, which you guys uh, can check out again on streaming and all your stuff if you forget because... Well, I guess it's only been a week for you guys. Yeah. It's been a lot longer for us. I had to go back and listen to see yeah. what we talked about. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. That was a funny episode. Because we didn't really talk about anything. Yeah. <laughs> you guys started talking about splitting your pe- yeah. splitting penises in half. It yeah. Was, there was like <laughs> Becky five, wasn't here for that. That's five, the first 5% song. fitness. Becky's face. Yeah. 5% fitness in that last episode. We're going we're gonna to up that I'm fitness I'm so number. glad I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. So... Last episode, I weighed in at 201.8, and I was getting really frustrated because I had not hit the 200 marker. I was I really wanted to get under 200 pounds. I know. And I'm saying it in the past tense. Yeah. Because I got it. Don't did it, baby. I done did it. Don't did it. So <laughs> let's go through the gambit that is the last month. Yeah. I, I've been dying to record this episode because I knew you were so close. Yes, yes, know? yes. So... I got there and then didn't get there and then got there and then didn't get there. And then we talk about that all the time, how like your weight fluctuates so much. And Mike in the last episode talked about, Mm -hmm. uh, again, why it does the water retention with all the stuff. Yeah. All that fun stuff. So, but the fluctuations are just so insane. Really? 
So this is if you if we just went I went I just went back before we started recording and looked at these are all the Mondays from that Monday okay. from Halloween Monday. The next Monday I was two o two. Oh wow! The next Monday I was two o three. Ah! The follow and actually at two o two on the ninth. I had to last minute. That's part of why we didn't record. Mm-hmm. I last minute had to go back to Pennsylvania for a funeral. Right. So we didn't record. So I also did not eat my normal routine. Mm-hmm. You're switching out of a routine. This is one of the things that I would have talked about that week. Yeah. Changing your routine. Yeah, it sucks. It's so hard to on the fly be like, okay, now how do I eat appropriately? Yeah. Oh, wait. Everybody else is eating pizza. And drinking beers and having wings and, in my case, eating cheesesteaks. Like, yes, please. Yeah. You know, it's it, very unfortunate. I'm very sorry for your loss. But it it's a good thing to have on the podcast to talk about because this shit does happen. Life Things happens. Things happen. Life happens. And, like, you know, you have to you have to learn how to adapt to that and also, like, to not get... If you're gonna, if you go somewhere, if it's a funeral or whatever, and you're around family and you do a bunch of eating, your weight goes up. That's life, man. You can't like, you know, get down in the dumps about it. You just go back to what you were doing once you're home in your normal situation. You know, like it's just life. It happens. And I think being very forgiving of yourself in general help is so helpful in the process. But while you're trying to lose weight, like I'm currently in that weight loss mode and mm-hmm. the idea of trying to reach a goal, it is super frustrating. And I talk about this on this podcast all the time. It is super frustrating that when you're doing so well and you see your weight tracking and then you jump back up a little bit of weight. Like the biggest thing that I noticed through these past couple of weeks is when I really eat big, I weigh more also because of gut content. Yeah. There's just so much food, especially like. I've done it a couple times where it's like late night and then I shove my face and I'm like, well, I haven't pooped any of that out mm-hmm. yet. It's all still technically in me. All that extra weight is just Yeah, I'm like a there. late night eater. So I've noticed like I eat super late and that's like tend to be when I like binge eat when I do that. Yeah, same. And it, I think it, you know, it affects your morning weigh in more. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Because all that extra stuff is sitting there. Because then I've, <laughs> Becky and I have been playing around and like weighing ourselves during Thanksgiving. We were like, Ooh. how much did we weigh? Because <laughs> we both weighed ourselves that morning. Did you weigh yourself back Thanksgiving morning? I don't remember if I did that morning. Trying I to see how many myself. Thanksgiving pounds you could pack yeah, on. That's yeah, that's weird. Like then that. that night we were like, how much more do I weigh now? I was up six pounds from the Nice. Morning. Yes. I don't know if that's nice, good, bad. I'm not sure. Well, I was going to say the good news is, though, Vic, here's my my little tidbit, the, the newbie here. Um, we are creatures of habit, mm-hmm. and they, there's all of this stuff that's out there that they're like, build new, ha- better habits, blah, 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 because we are creatures of habit. And you have built new habits, and you've created new neuropathways that, yes, Ooh, it big would word. be very... I have lots of them. <laughs> it would be very easy to slip back into your old habits of the pizza mm-hmm. and the late night binge eating and all of those things. But I can say that being here with you, I have noticed that you've built new, better habits that now when you're out of that routine, you're just as frustrated that I know that you're not going to lose that because now you've built those new, better habits. So I'm proud of you. That, thanks. thanks, wife. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't realize it. I'm gonna have you on more often. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at that ego boost, baby. Yeah, don't get too excited. I got um, other stuff. <laughs> but it is, 
I, I guess that's really nice to see from the because I don't see it as an outsider's mm-hmm. perspective. And even with like you guys, with you and Mike, like we talk about it like on here once, well, a little more than once a week because we talk about it outside. But you guys aren't with me twenty four seven. Not that you're with. We me also don't live with either, you, right? Like I mean. it makes a big difference that you know it's a third party who lives with you and is able to see physically like all the changes that you've made, not just, you know, to your body, but to your habits, to your structure of your life, to like your priorities, you know? So yeah. Cause before you just would have been like, fuck it. I messed it up. (laughs) I'm going back. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, But now you know that you're not going to go back to that. Well, that's cause that, I mean, you really feel like before you gain all the, before I gained any of this information and this knowledge, I feel like, when I had that one night, I was like, well, I just ruined it. I ruined everything that I've done. That's it. There's no point anymore. And I realize now that, I mean, I actually just had this conversation. I just messaged one, uh, somebody commented in one of our forums. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Did you see my response to mm-hmm. him? Yeah. Was, uh, he commented on the Facebook page about what to do about Thanksgiving. And I said, I'm not tracking anything on Thanksgiving. I'm just going to eat till my It's also like, content. in my opinion, and I think it's super did. hard to track in Thanksgiving, yeah. right? Because like, everyone's bringing food. Yeah, yeah. You don't Who know how it's prepared. Who has any fucking yeah. idea what's in it? Like, you have no idea. Yeah. You might as well just enjoy yourself, you know, Absolutely. get fat and well, happy. And we technically had two Thanksgivings. Oh, Were you going to talk flags. about that? No. I, I mean, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, we did that as well. But what, because um, I actually did something to combat that idea then, too. But what I was going to say is to, f- to finish up my statement before is I told him that I'm not tracking anything. Yeah. And then I also said, you didn't you didn't get gain all that weight to begin with in one day. Yeah. I didn't lose all this weight in one day. I'm not going to get refat again in one day of eating. Right. Like, it's just not going to happen. So whatever. I'm yeah. just going to go do it. And if I gained, I probably did gain some weight from eating as much as I did. But as we've talked about before, Mike's talking, it's like ounces yeah like i gained maybe a couple ounces of body fat that i'll immediately take back off yeah and so getting into we ended up having the two thanksgivings like becky just touched about and so i wanted to do something to set myself up better because that second thanksgiving was kind of impromptu so we were going to do thanksgiving here at the house because we wanted to go Black Friday shopping. We enjoy Black Friday shopping. Becky, it's not the same anymore, though. It's very that's, brave. That's, that's, very, brave that's a whole other separate, that's a whole very other sad podcast, yeah. conversation. Yeah, but so, but we wanted to go Black Friday shopping. We've done it in the past. It's kind of a tradition thing mm-hmm. that we have done um, that built on from when Becky was younger with her family. So we were going to go Black Friday shopping, and so we did Thanksgiving at our house, which means we have family down in Jacksonville, and they were going to have thanksgiving down there so we weren't going to get together with uh, some of our extended family so we impromptu the sunday before thanksgiving got together with them and ended up making they cook thanksgiving food because we did it as like our family thanksgiving but just on the you sunday know brown before. people they can't help themselves can't with help food it. can't help it so we ate a lot of thanksgiving stuff that sunday and then I knew we were going to have Thanksgiving again on Thursday. And I knew what I was making. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I know I'm going to want to eat my face off on all that stuff. So I fasted on Monday. Good boy. And it, I did a, I actually know what the name of it is because I ran into Mike at the bar. Um, and we talked about it <laughs> that like the day before I did the, that I said, because I was planning on fasting prior to going down that Sunday. I knew that the Monday I was going to fast. And I talked to Mike about it, and he said it's a protein-modified fast is okay. what I did. So just protein? Basically, just yeah. really lean protein. And I only ate 
a meal, I think. And it wasn't even like a ton of protein. I think I, for the calorie, for the day, I did hit like 400 calories or something. Oh, like wow. That. Yeah. yeah. So it was still technically a fast. I That's did the a, kind of fast that I kind of appreciate because you're not like totally starved. I, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I understand the benefits and the idea and I've heard like, but for me, the, there's more, I, I want to eat something. Yeah, man. Like, so I had a shake and we've talked about this a million times. The shakes really work for me. Yeah. They fill me up enough that I'm not, I'm never, like, I don't drink a shake and go, wow, that was the best meal ever. I'm so full. It's filling, especially when you it, make it with milk. It is filling enough. It's filling enough for me that I can drink a shake and I'll be like, cool, I'm not dying of hunger. I don't really even feel like I need to eat anything right now because I'm not, I don't have those same hunger cravings. You've gotten really good with your hunger cues too. I appreciate that sentiment. I've gotten better with them. Mm -hmm. I I feel like you never feel like you're great with them. I agree with you. No matter how hard I work on trying to listen to my natural hunger cues, if you put a piece of pizza in front of me, I'm hungry all of a sudden. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, that smells like I should eat it. (laughs) Pavlov's dog, you start drooling when that bell... But what we have done is try to make sure that there's not stuff like that easily accessible and around. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, I noticed that if my pantry has some just easy-to-grab bullshit, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, so we have stuff that's for the kids that's easy to grab Mm -hmm. because they're ravenous monsters who Mm -hmm. can't control... They're growing children, That's what I said. But to be fair, as the mom in the room, I do try to have nutritious snacks for those monsters. Yeah, but they're more designed towards the kids. Nutritious, like in the kids' room, that I'm like, that doesn't do anything for me. That doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't do anything for me. So, but yeah, having any type of... That's why I don't... The idea of buying something that we're going to save, like I don't buy half gallons of ice cream anymore. I don't buy it because especially the way I'm eating now is I know I probably won't be able to control myself or every time I've tried to buy any type of sweet and I buy like a package, like we've talked about it, how many, it was a couple of months back when I bought the package of donuts. I was like, oh, man, that big old member back. I bought I that do, big old thing of donuts. I do, but that's not what I'm laughing at. Oh, Go ahead. Tell that story. No, I was I... saying I bought that big old package of donuts thinking oh, I'd have a couple yeah, here. Yeah, it's hard to like I ate like the whole not, thing in one night. Yeah. It, was this, it was like, it was the mini donuts. I went to like the dollar store recently and I bought the little tiny bags of cereal because I was like, maybe this will like throttle me from eating so much cereal. But then I just ate the whole tiny bag of cereal. So that no, didn't I'm, work. I'm <laughs> laughing at the pumpkin roll incident the oh. other day. Yeah, I don't have... So, yeah, Thanksgiving happened. We ate Thanksgiving for a couple days. Yeah. Because we... Oh, my gosh. I, I, go ahead. T- t- tell the pumpkin roll thing, and then I'm going to tell the turkey story. Oh, so, wow. um, pumpkin roll is one of Victor's favorites, and his yes. cousin normally makes it, who was there for the first Thanksgiving that we had. Right, on Sunday? And yeah. On Sunday. And she made pumpkin roll. So Vic was like, well, I got to eat it now because like, I'm not going to get pumpkin roll. It's rolled up and it's got like cream cheese in the, Yo, in the end. Of, yeah, I yes. know what you're talking about. It's just Yo, good. Yeah. it is yeah. so good. Like, like I, I have zero, zero self-control with the pumpkin roll. Like, that's how I got myself hurting both days, both times. So the first on that Sunday, I was like, oh, I'll just eat one. I'm going to be pretty good. Four pieces later, just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do that it. That was the first one. 
Then, because he wasn't thinking he was getting any, then his mom was like, oh, well, I'm going to try to make pumpkin roll since Christy's okay. not going to be here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> My mom had never made it before. My mom's the... So everybody has their roles. Does your family do that? Like, everybody mm-hmm. has their role of what they make every... Oh, every yeah, yes, like the di- yes. Not the pumpkin roll yes. roles. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other yeah, role. Not, yes. Yeah. Everyone has, like, their assigned dishes that they make. they're assigned Much better. Sorry. Yeah, everybody has their assigned to that. Like every season and every mm-hmm. holiday, this is yep. what you typically yep. make. Yep. And yeah, yep. we have that. Yeah, Becky, what's yours? I have a couple, but I'm always assigned to deviled eggs. Usually, <laughs> I'm always assigned deviled eggs. Since I was like 13, that's been my You're like. This is an annoying task. You can have it. Yeah, <laughs> at this <laughs> point, yes. At 40 years old, I'm like, I don't want to make another deviled egg. I don't want to okay. be the deviled egg person anymore. Yeah. How do I get um, out of this role? What you got to do is teach the kids. Make it their problem. Yeah, right. That's what Actually, what do. you should do I think do that's is what my mom did. I think that's how I that's got That's how you it. got stuck <laughs> with it. So I'm saying, well, it was man. my mom gave it to my sister, and then my sister gave it to me, and now I just had no one else to pass it on to. Yeah, you're out of luck. Yeah. But it, no, the pumpkin roll story that I was going to tell, let me finish the story. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So this is what made me think about the whole package. Um, on regular Thanksgiving, uh-huh. Thursday... His mom knocked it out of the park, made an amazing pumpkin roll. Yes, it was mom. so good. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Two of them actually. A girl overachiever. <laughs> we got we got blessed with the leftovers. Okay. Now, By leftovers, she means the, the second roll. pumpkin the roll. roll. Yes. Because we only ate the first one <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Sense, yeah. So our daughter has now discovered pumpkin roll for the first time. Oh, she gets that from dad. They're and all now she tried it and now she loves it. <laughs> and we yes. didn't know this. And then our son didn't try it on Thanksgiving, but like a couple days later, he's like, I want to try it. So Vic, was it two days ago? Vic pulled out of the, the fridge, like the last slice third. of pumpkin. It was like a third no, of was, that yes. pumpkin roll left. Yeah. It was like Yeah, big old slab. Big. And I was just going to eat. And, and I he, said. He I, opened it up and he said to me, he's like, do you want any of this? Because if you are cool... I'm just going to eat this whole thing. I'm just going to kill it right now. And I even said to him, I'm like, are you sure? that? Because that's going to like, you're going to regret it. I know it's delicious and I know you love it, but you're going to regret it. I need Becky in my house to be like, hey, don't eat that. You're going to regret it. <laughs> and I need that. And so. It didn't he, work for me. He's like, he's like, so you're saying you don't want any. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want any. I was like, but maybe you should go ask our daughter because she'll be really upset. That is not at all what happened. You what did happened? not say I don't want any. You immediately said, okay, maybe. Oh, no, you did say I want. I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, no. no right. yeah. You did. You did. I did, did it first. I, I said, I don't want any. Yeah. And then Aurora <laughs> came in and Vic was like, would you like a slice of pumpkin roll? And she's like, yes. So he's like, all right, well, give me here. Give, give me her plate. Slices off a hunk of it, gives it to her. And then a sliver, not a, a hunk. Our son, yeah, yeah sliver, a, sliver. a normal size piece. Yeah, yeah. And then our son comes in, he's like, I want to try pumpkin roll. So then he's like, All right, fine, here, you can try it. He gave, I think you gave him a little taste first. And he's like, I like no, it. No, I just gave him You a just slice. gave him a slice. Well, yeah. whatever. Okay, so there's two slices gone. Oh, no. Boom, boom. Your pumpkin roll. And then I looked <laughs> and I was like, well, they're all sitting down eating pumpkin roll. Yeah, I, I would like some pumpkin part- roll I now. I want to be part of the family. We're having a little pumpkin roll moment here. <laughs> so then I had a slice of pumpkin roll, and Vic looks at the last, which was still a big piece. It he was a little last. larger than a normal piece. Yeah. He got robbed. But it wasn't the slab that and I was And then he was totally robbed. Yeah. He's like, hmm. And like all sad because he didn't get his gigundus now four slices <laughs> of pumpkin roll. I'm like... But see, isn't that so much better? You still got the pumpkin roll, and you probably are not going to have. We cut out of this meal. You're not going to you. have You're the welcome. tummy troubles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were coming in to help you. Yeah, but I had to, so the whole reason I was going to eat that whole thing too is because I said to her, I was I'm like, tired of looking at it in there, man. It's haunting. It's me. not going to make it. This I'm going to eat this some way, One shape, way or form. Or what does it matter if I eat it all right now and gorge on it, or? 
okay, I eat half of it today and half of it. Today. Like, I'm still going to eat the whole damn thing eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just going to knock it out. And then I was done. That was the other side. It's like, then there was also, it, like, because I know it's in the fridge. And so, like, just knowing the whole time, I'm like, should I get it? No, I'll wait. No, I, and it's like this mental, I was just like, no, it's got to be done. I'm going to eat it and we're going to move on and it's going to be gone. And then my children stole a bunch of it. And so, it, I mean, it was, <laughs> so my son got on the pumpkin roll train way late, as she said. Yeah, that was poor the first kid. He was like, I would like it. another slice. Yes. Too late, bucko. It's yeah. all gone exactly now. Yep. Sorry. He was like, mmm. Kind more pumpkin roll. We we're like, nope. You out of luck, bud. Sorry, sorry, buddy. You gotta wait, wait a whole, whole year. year. Yeah, wait <laughs> till sucks. next year. That's because you can never make pumpkin roll ever. Any other it has time of to year. be. My dad is like, you know, brown people. We do love through food, and so he knew I was coming. He's like, what should I make? Let me make you something. So I'd keep giving him ideas of things to make me, and he made me a chocolate chip bread pudding. Oh, bro, it was so. It's so good. Like orgasmically good. That sounds good. So, so good. I definitely we talk that about home. food so much on well, this food podcast. Is like you know, I feel bad for life. you poor listeners out there because like they're listening to. They're try like, hey, to, we're like, trying to lose weight. <laughs> shut the hell up yeah. about yeah. pumpkin roll, right? And chocolate chip bread pudding. So, all and right, you well, got off task, and you were talking about your weight through Thanksgiving, the two Thanksgivings. Yeah. So, but I'm like I said, I fasted on that Monday. But I was going to say is I was I said I would tell that turkey story. That was the turkey story kind of leans into I was trying to be better. And one of the things that Mike had recommended through Thanksgiving is just lean heavy into the protein. Yeah. And what's the protein, the main protein during Thanksgiving? Just turkey. The turkey. It's the bird. And so I told my mom, my mom (laughs) insisted on buying the turkey Mm because she's a mom and that's what she does. Yep. So she loves through providing food, you know, that's how she mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. So she knew I knew she knew I was cooking, so she's like, "Well, I'm going to buy it then." So I was like, "All right, that's fine. What size bird should I get?" And I said, I was like, Big. "Well, there's going to be like 10 of us." I was like, "And I really want extra turkey." I was like, "So just get a big one. Get a get a bigger one so that there's extra turkey." She said, "Okay. If I say that to you and those are your instructions, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. size turkey do you think you buy?" Man, 10 people. Um I don't know. How big do they get? 15 pounds? More than that? So the typical one that we buy is probably between 12 and 15, 15 pounds. right? Yeah. Yeah. So they get bigger than, I don't know, bigger than that. What's the biggest one you can get? So Pretty I, big. I, so anyway, so you even said 15, 15 pounds. That seems, sounds pretty at, big. Yeah. So I intended, which I didn't give her a number, literally all the instructions Wait, I gave my big mom turkey. was a big turkey I want leftovers. Yeah. So my mom took that as, I'm just going to buy the biggest one they have. Oh, I said I would have done that, too, in her defense. <laughs> How big was it? <laughs> 30 pounds. Oh, my God. Never mind. That's huge. It was a 30-pound <laughs> turkey. How big is that? Show me with your as hands. As big as my son. That's Gee, what oh my, my son God. weighs. That's right. That's <laughs> the dog that is laying on call, your lap right now weighs 40 pounds. He was calling it the Casey pounds. turkey. Oh my god, a little yeah, Casey turkey. That's what he called the Casey. He named the Casey because it was the same size as him. I love so that. So he called the Casey turkey. The kids kept calling it the Casey turkey. <laughs> wow. Yeah. For the rest of their lives. Remember so the how much turkey do you have left over still? So we all 10 of us ate. Mm-hmm. I sent food home with everybody. everybody. <laughs> yeah. They all took turkey. Everybody. Well, except for one person. But yeah, basically everybody took leftovers, including turkey. And then I deboned the turkey at the end of the night. I still had, after everybody ate, and after everybody took food, oh boy. five pounds of meat wow. left. Like off the bone meat. Off the bone meat. Dang. Plus the bones that were there. Like, we put a pretty good dent into it, 
but we still had five pounds of meat. That's a, a lot. lot of freaking meat. It like, is, yeah. Which worked out. We still have a little bit of turkey left today. Good for you. I was having a hard time protein loading. I went into Thanksgiving thinking I would just predominantly eat protein. But the thing is that Thanksgiving got so many sides. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, you know, and like they're really the star of the show, if we're going to be honest. You yeah. know, like. Well, we love turkey. Know. I mean, but, I love turkey yeah. too. Yeah. But like, I also like green bean casserole and so yams we- and everything else. <laughs> I cooked this year. That was another big difference, too, is like, because I wanted to at least try to be semi conscious. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of smart. At least you're a little bit more in control of the food. Yeah. Like, we didn't have green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. We had green beans. That's a sin. That's a sin. So everyone knows. Chelsea was mad about that, that's too. That's a sin. Our friend Chelsea <laughs> was like, wait, there's no green bean. I mean, that all sounds good, too, she said. <laughs> yeah. She was worried. But, she went She uh, She went to another friend's beforehand. And they were all like, oh, I wonder what kind of food Becky and Victor are going to have since they're all like, you know, healthy, healthy right and now. stuff. Like, yeah, well, she was worried she was going to come over here and we we're going to feed her like birdseed or something. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your granola bar. Yeah. Give thanks. Here's a protein bar. I cut it up in the pieces so that nobody overdoes it. It's a turkey flavored way. Mmm, <laughs> turkey way. I bet you that exists. Right, turkey way shake. I bet you that exists. Ugh. I bet it does. Ugh. You mix it with cranberry juice, you know, I get the whole thing. Cranberry experience. juice. Yum. <laughs> That is good. Gobble, oh, and I gobble. bet it doesn't mix, so you get the chunks like stuffing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yep. guys are making it appetizing. Gross. So gross. So yeah, we I, I partook in a bunch of it. We also oh, one of the things that we made a friend of us Rogers recommended it one time. You have to try this. Oh, if so you good. do you like butternut squash? Yes. So butternut squash soup. Squ- skew, no, uh-huh. cube up a butternut squash. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Have some Brussels sprouts. Do you like Brussels sprouts? I do love Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts, butternut squash, and red onion. Uh huh. Ch- big chunk of red onion. Toss it in a little bit of olive oil and rosemary. Throw uh-huh. fre- it has to be fresh rosemary. Okay. Dice up some fresh rosemary. Throw it in with it and s- salt and pepper it. And mm. roast it 400 degrees, oh, roast it for Brussels like 30, sprouts. 40 mm. minutes. Yo, it so is so good. Who made this? I made it. Oh, you did. Oh, shout, out, shout out to Emily. Our shout out, our Emily. Oh, yeah. Man. She mm. recommended it. That sounds amazing. It was the, the rosemary really, it pops, man. And it's just, I so love like learning good. to use spices like that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Mm. Like, there are so many good spices out there that like I don't ever really take advantage of. So we are on this kick currently. You can find it at grocery stores. We have no backing by this company. I just absolutely love them, and they've really helped. The spices thing has been huge. On Becky and I talk about this because we've been eating so much chicken. Like we eat chicken basically every week, multiple times a day or multiple times a week. So the different spices makes it feel like it's a different meal. Yeah, absolutely. One of the ones that we absolutely love right now is the company's called Kinder. It's a the uh, and their the flavor is buttery steakhouse. Oh, I know that. They have it at Sam's, don't they? Yes. Yes, yes. I've seen it, so that's Yo, good. Yo, buy it. They yes. have a bunch Yo, of different delicious Yo, looking even, things. Don't even process it, just buy it okay. and put it on everything. Heard. Yeah. Yeah. Vegetables, broccoli yeah, with yeah. that buttery steakhouse is Bomb. Well, egg you whites. know, I go every Wednesday. So do I'll some liquid egg, egg whites with the, what's the one we were doing? Oh, I, I was oh, on yeah. a kick. I was chopping up some bell peppers and some mushrooms and letting those cook Ooh. down and then putting the egg whites in and then doing um, the, oh, was it a jalapeno? Kinders. Oh, that, the kind. Oh, yeah, the kinder also makes it's a like a, a cilantro jalapeno. Yeah, and then I put that like in that. there. Yeah. It was like a nice little almond. I'm a little hoe for cilantro. Anything. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I love it cilantro. Might, it's something. It's I don't something know. Like it's, that. it's jalapeno, smoked some, jalapeno, or something, something like that. It was, but it it's not a super spicy, mm-hmm. but it like it was so good. 
They're Damn. the kinder ones have been really good. I, I bought their. They bu- have like I a bought- bull with horns or something. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, their yeah, logo, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna get some of that. Yeah, okay, that. Good. But the buttery steakhouse one is knock your socks so good. Let's email yeah. them and say that's great. And those are great recommendations for people, right? Because like vegetables, sorry, vegetables, but they're generally boring. You know, like yeah. if you're just eating Especially them, when you're like, doing them healthy and not adding a mm-hmm. shit Yeah, ton I used to go my dad would like stuff. open a can of asparagus and just like slap asparagus ew, on a plate. Canned asparagus? Bro, it was like slimy and stringy that? and disgusting Why, and cold and it was like, ew, and I hated asparagus for so long. I was like, man, if you do it right, if you like asparagus roast it and you do favorite. it right, it's really not so bad. Yeah. 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 Fresh asparagus. Fresh None of Brussels sprouts asparagus. cut apart, roasted, hella good. We steam a lot of stuff. So I have a microwavable steamer, which Big ups to microwavable steamers. That's a good idea because I like my veggies squishier. If anybody out there is looking for other ways to prepare vegetables, apparently we're going to turn this into a making vegetable podcast, is get a steamer, a microwavable steamer. All it does is basically put water in the bottom uh-huh. of it. It has a little plastic steam basket and all the... Sh- the stuff sits in the, in the basket, in the basket yeah. and you just throw it in the microwave for like four That's or five nice. minutes. It's just like a regular steamer, but you get to do it in the microwave, but it's way mm-hmm. faster and less work. I'm into that. I want so, that. So, and I make sure I salt the water. And for me, what is really, ch- I've really gotten into cooking uh, in the last couple of years yeah. in general. And so that was one of the things I was really worried about getting into the protein stuff. I was like, I like cooking. Is this going to be harder? Because like, I also love using butter, mm-hmm. but I just, I've <laughs> modified things a little bit and we're still doing really well, both of us. Um, which that's the other thing I want to talk about is I'm going to I want to get you on a, the spot, a Becky, Becky catch up. Me yeah, too. I want to put you on yeah. the spot after I okay. finish the story. Okay. Um, is with, So you put a little salt. I switched to kosher salt. Mm. I use a ton of kosher salt because table salt mm-hmm. has its own flavor. It it has, uh, what is it, uh, iodine, iodine? Yeah. in it, and which adds a little bit of flavor to it, which works for some things. Yeah. Like I really love it on eggs. Mm. It works great for eggs. Personally, yeah. but the kosher salt just—I mean, it's just awesome. Well, as and as a health footnote, that women especially, we still need iodine in our diet, so we do. We still do have iodized salt in the pantry. Yeah. Actually, we just bought some more because we were out. Yeah. Um, because I need it sometimes because yeah. you need the iodine. iodine in your. My cousin got me, and I'd never really gotten into this, but he got me this like little thing of like this bougie salt, and it's good as hell. So salt, I'm about to bougie salt my veggies. Quality salt really makes a difference. Some and pink to me, Himalayan salt. The kosher, mm, yeah, so pink good. Himalayan's real I good have too. Some of that too. That stuff's good, even just to, I actually, like, I'll just grate it into my hand. Yeah, it. that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I pink Himalayan salt. I like. I. You just eat pink Himalayan. No, salt? I'm saying you I just can. eat I've salt stuck, in yeah. general. My aunt, this is my aunt's fault. Shout out to my aunt. I was just blaming her for this when I saw her on Thanksgiving. Growing up, she would just grab salt, put it in her hand, and eat it. So then I started doing that as a kid. So I will still do that from time to time. Yeah. I've never seen my sister do that, but it wouldn't shock me. My yeah. sister's a big salt nut. Yeah. Salt Everything. is just the best. The of quality the of salt matters. And table salt, for those of you who have never tried salts outside of table salt, because we were those people for a long time. And then I was like, kosher salt. I mean, all right, let me try it. And I, like, especially on meat. Mm. Kosher salt on meat, like there is no comparison comparatively to the like the table salt versus kosher salt for meats. It's ridiculously different, and you can get really in the day like smoked salt and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, you can really go deep into that. But we go the more cost-effective route and do the kosher salt, which is still a better quality salt, and it works great. And for uh, so the steamer, I put a little bit of the kosher salt in the water so that the water is salty. Yeah. And then 
five minutes, steam it up, and then toss it in whatever you want. Like after you steam it, because then it's just steamed veggies. They're cooked. Yeah, well, and, and, and I like I like it. And Aaron does too. We like our veggies a little softer. I noticed that like so broccoli has a bunch of fiber. Yes, I have a really hard time with that unless it's cooked well. If it's cooked soft, it's it's easier to digest. Even it's not like yeah, it because it loses its fiber. When it you cook wrecks it. my shit. I just can't do too much fiber at once. For yeah, some but that's reason. what I mean. Like some people don't realize yeah. that when they're trying, trying to get to. more fiber and they're eating broccoli and Oops. even in some other vegetables. Like some veg, like I I like me some steamed veggies too. But there are some you have to be aware when you're preparing food that sometimes the way that you prepare it can change those yep, the nutritional values that you're looking at, especially. Um, whole foods like fruits and veggies. You know what's interesting? I um, was listening to a different podcast and they just talked to touch on this briefly, but they were talking about how frozen fruits, maybe vegetables too, but definitely frozen fruits have a higher nutrient content. Yes. Because they're frozen fresh. As fruits um, sit out, they kind age. of vary. I mean, yes. it's not and like it's probably negligible, frozen. but like, yeah, they're flash frozen. So basically when they sit there, they're technically losing some of their nutrients as hmm. they sit on the shelf. Yeah. So technically, or if you can get organic frozen, I'm getting real bougie. Not that we buy this. We don't have it in our fridge, full disclosure, because we don't. Yeah. You just learned this the other day. You just talked to me about um, this the other day, that organic the strawberries. The other day is in like three months ago. Yeah. Um, Everything is the other day. That's where our son gets it from. He calls. Yeah. He goes the other day. It was like five minutes ago. Yeah. It was the other yeah. day. That's adorable. I say the other he's day. so cute. Oh, the stupid time. things he's um, so cute. But yeah, organic. If you can get organic frozen fruit mm-hmm. and veggies, that's the best because they're flash fried. They're flash fried. Flash fried. Flash Sounds delicious. They're, they're flash <laughs> frozen. Um, they uh, and they. Yeah, hold they all the nutrients. They but w- the, good the way stuff. that so with strawberries in particular, so there's some people may have heard of like the dirty dozen of fruits that <laughs> I think is I think it's just fruits, but they it call sounds like a movie. It does. It well, it is. Um, but well, that's another whole my my blockbuster mind is gonna explode. What are these twelve? Um, so the dirty dozen. I don't remember what all of them are. You okay. can look it up if you Google it. I'm sure you can do like dirty dozen organic or not organic yeah. or something like that, and it'll come up. Somehow. Why do they call them dirty? Because if they're not organic, oh. they're so, so heavily sprayed with pesticides Ew. that it's they can permeate like berries are the worst because they have really no protective layer and you're eating that skin. Mm-hmm. So like bananas, right, you're peeling it off. You're so peeling it I off. So saying. it's not as big of a deal. Um things that you're like even like avocados, like mm-hmm. you know, you're not eating what is actually exposed. Right. But any berry or like apples, they have a thicker skin, but you're still most of the time eating that skin. Strawberries are the worst offender. Um, because yeah, they absorb the all delicious, of that. And what I found out on a different podcast is that organic strawberries actually have more nutrients in them. And I forget which particular, there was one particular nutrient that we really need that's, um, it's almost untraceable in non-organic strawberries because it's naturally not needed anymore oh. for the strawberries to survive because it's a... It's a, an insecticide that the strawberries... A natural insecticide is, It's that a they natural create. insecticide oh. that they create to protect themselves. So when they're organic, they need that, they they need that, that to okay. protect themselves because they're, they're not being sprayed. But when they they're like, oh, no yeah. bugs are eating us. Naturally, they're just, this. oh, okay. So they, they stop generating. But I wish I could remember what it is. Oh, I'll figure it out. I'll put it in the show notes. Well, yeah. 
Well, I'll try and look it up while we're while you're chatting because now I'm gonna put you on the spot. Yeah. So um, eat organic uh, strawberry. As, I mean, we don't buy organic strawberries all that often, but it's just amazing when we the can, science I do. and stuff. Yeah, when it makes sense. Now we do. You just learn all the stuff that it's information has been the key to success in all of these things. And that's what we're doing here is trying to give you guys information so that you can make choices that better your health overall. Because it's how many times do people just bark at you, lift those weights, eat food? I mean, obviously. But, and it's not obvious. None of no. this stuff is obvious. And there's reasoning behind it. So what's the reasoning behind it? Um, I really wish we had Mike here today about talking about that strawberry thing because I feel like well, well, I want to know if you know, know that. Yeah, well, I'm going to ask him if he knows why you do organic. Put him on the spot. I would. Like, I never do that to him. Right. Ever. <laughs> ever. Well, I mean, coffee is the big one that I do. I am really particular. I, I buy um, organic coffee because coffee and cotton, I think, are the two most heavily sprayed crops in the world. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Me over here living my K-cup life. <laughs> so what, that what, doesn't so what's sound deal? organic. What do you lose something with coffee? Do you know this? Do you? Um, as I mean, it has for coffee. For me, it has nothing to do with the the nutritional value. I mean, coffee is just I just need my caffeine and I like it. It keeps um, me alive. Keeps <laughs> me going. I've got it sitting next to me. Um, no, but the you see your shirt. What is it? Oh say? yeah, it says half coffee, half human, half coffee. Oh yeah, which is accurate girl. today because I slept like ass. <laughs> so, um, but no, it's just that y- when you're taking in all of those ca- like. When they're sprayed, even if they're washing them, they're absorbing those chemicals. So you're um, eating, you're ingesting these chemicals. I mean, there have been, there are studies out there. I am not, I am not an expert. I'm not nearly knowledgeable enough to really talk about this. But there are studies that are out there that have shown like a lot of health issues that we've seen spikes in recent years can be linked back to when they started spraying certain crops or more heavily spraying certain crops or like the intake. And they're, they're linking a lot of these things now with these chemicals that they're using for all of our, our crops. And so like people think, Oh, I'm doing so great. I'm eating these fruits and veggies, but you're still eating poison. Like, because it's in those. It seems a little extreme. It is extreme, but it's still... Yeah, I mean, look, don't... Look, if what you can afford is the fucking strawberries that aren't organic, eat you some unorganic strawberries, but... Because organic shit is more expensive. It is way more expensive. Eating a non-organic strawberry is probably better than a strawberry Pop-Tart. Absolutely. Let's not (laughs) rag on the Pop-Tarts like that. But... (laughs) Christy got real offended. Strawberry Pop-Tarts are very healthy. You were just saying about knowledge and having that information, and that's something that like I keep hearing over and over and over again. From uh, we're so backwards from every other country, like wh- like all the other countries, the freshest foods and the buds that are healthy for you are the cheaper ones. Yeah, well, and that's why I think with coffee for me, it organic coffee you can find it's not an ex- it's not yeah. expensive. Yeah. You can find I, the one that I usually get is um, I get the Simple Truth, which is the Kroger organic, organic brand. Yeah. yeah, the Simple Truth organic, and you it's normally I think maybe. Six or seven bucks, and then usually it's on sale. You get yeah, it for like it. five or six bucks a bag. You're you're quite. She is the what thriftiest a little coffee sale lady over there with her thrifty coffee shopping. I use K cups because um, I'm lazy. So did they make organic K cups? They might. They someone must. 
I mean, there's got to be. Can't you also K-cups are the? I, I know uh-huh. nothing about. Coffee, she can, by but the again, way. she said she's lazy. Yeah, you can't. You can get the little doodad, but then you got to put the coffee in there, and then you got to clean the doodad out. Okay. So many steps. So many. So like, I drag myself to the coffee machine, and then I put the K-cup in there, and then I put the cup under. You know what I've been doing? And the nectar I'm of the sorry, gods. I'm, I'm gonna tangent. You, we've got the, the king gods. and queen of tangent over here, and I'm just adding to the mix. But yes. you know what I've gotten into the habit of doing, which I was always like, meh. We have a. Uh, I have like the set timer. On you my do coffee. it. You make the pot of coffee. Yeah, and I was never that person before, but I I heard something on a different podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yes, um, we love podcasts. I listened to another podcast, and they were talking about like your morning routine, and they're like part of having a great morning routine and setting you up for the day, and they're like part of your morning routine is also your nighttime routine. And one of the things that this person was talking about, they're like, smart, set your coffee up at night before bed. And they were like, and the way that they do it, they're like, they were always kind of like, oh, I got to do it. They have to look. And they're like, but think about like, it's you doing something nice for yourself. Because think about if you woke up in the morning and Aaron just had a cup of coffee ready for you. It's past you hooking up future you. So, and it does, it really does feel that way. I make my coffee. I think about it every single time now and I make it the night before and I'm like, Future, Future Becky is gonna love this, gonna love this. <laughs> and I do, and, and I, I do. do. Yeah, I really, I had a, a coffee pot for yeah. a long time, but like, there's only two of us. We don't drink enough. We drink one cup of coffee a piece. So, like, seems uh, stupid to make a pot of coffee for two cups of coffee. Yeah, I only pots. drink two. I only drink two cups. I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it. Yeah, screw it, right? You just like do something with the rest. I mean, you could also no. I mean, I like only make coffee? that. You only much. make a little bit. Yeah. Aaron actually likes cold coffee. I was going to say, you can make your two hot yeah. cups in the morning yeah. and then throw the rest of it, if you want to make a whole pot, throw the rest of it into the, the fridge. fridge. It's not a bad idea. Or you do you like cold brew? Drink it. I and like then, cold I brew. I love cold brew. I, yeah. have, I have one of those cold French brew press? French presses. I have, no, I don't have French press, but I have a cold brew thing where you make your own cold it's brew. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she, Becky is on this coffee. I only know about this stuff because Becky drinks Do you drinks even drink well. coffee? I no. don't. Not at all, huh? Well... So about I guess you drink what, banks, which three is like times a year, three times the coffee. Yeah, so. I do drink. It's like three. Yeah. I went down a whole like what was it last year or something. I finally embraced it for years. Vic was <laughs> like, "You're a coffee drinker." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm I don't drink that much coffee." Yeah. And I would go in spurts and waves and whatever. And then finally last year, I'm like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna embrace it. I'm a fucking coffee person." Yeah. And so I'm like, I want to learn as much as I can about coffee. So like, I watched all kinds of videos and things about like the best, the best at home frothers and the the difference between. Um, you know, all the cold brew versus iced coffee versus hot coffee, you know, the, yeah, the, so she and went the from pour being over, like, what the fuck is the difference between pouring it over and making it in a machine? And like, yeah. I, I went, so I, mean, I went a, all, I went all ham. She go went from going and being a coffee drinker to being a ridiculous coffee yeah. drinker. Yes. So if anyone yes. out there wants so to know about coffee, let me know. She was already <laughs> extremed out. Now she ridiculously extreamed I out. I like that. Yeah. So. And, but at least she's admitting the problem now. I That's am good. She admits. full in. But she's also the one who started buying that protein powder, the mm-hmm. True Nutrition. We got that True Are Nutrition. Are you still addicted to that? Oh, my God. It's what I'm drinking right now. Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. huge. So we'll use that then to transition Yeah, let's talk about you, Becky. I want to talk about I, how eating has been for you yeah, and all so of that. I've been going through this whole process and have been losing a crap ton of weight. And we've talked about it a million times because I bring you up on the podcast all the time. And how you've had successes and you've been doing really well as well. And it's so much easier that we're both doing it together. But mm. let's talk about the process for you because you recently had a realization 
that after 10 years, something happened. And I kind of want you to touch on that because I feel like that's such a real thing. I know you got so mad at me that I wasn't like more excited about it. And well, I was I inside. was like super excited for you. Because it's, I don't know, maybe, maybe Chrissy will relate to where I'm at here. So um, first of all, what was really annoying that when Vic started this whole journey, I was, you know, super like, yes, do it. I'm, I'm supportive. Yeah. You go, boy. And then he's like, well, you know, you should just start tracking your food. Mike says, you know, if you track your food, track your calories, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, that's so annoying. It I've been so doing that. for." And he's like, well, I've got this app that Mike had me download. I went, oh, you mean my fitness, fitness pal? Look, it's on my phone right here. It's been on my iPhone for 10 years. You can go back. <laughs> you can see my life. You can see my data. And you can see the, the times where like, oh, I was tracking for like six months here. And then I didn't track for a year. And then I was tracking yeah. for six months because it got freaking annoying. It is freaking annoying. And yeah. I still stand by. It's freaking, freaking annoying. annoying. So anyone listening, if you're like tracking sucks, it does. But it also works. That's the other side of it. If uh, it does it fucking does suck, work. but it does work. Yeah. So I finally, after like a month, I begrudgingly was like, all right, I have the MyFitness Pal. I guess I'll just I guess I'll track my life. Again. So I started tracking it again. Um, the difference that I made was um, more protein, mm-hmm. um, which is hard for the, the calorie it deficit is, that I have. It is. That's very true. How much of a difference did you feel the pro the because we talk about that all the time increasing protein but you're somebody who's doesn't on these conversations so and somebody who has tracked a shit ton in the past who was also on a weight loss thing I don't know what the difference is trying to lose weight with not high protein mm-hmm. so you have done both unknowingly because you didn't know. I don't want to say the proper way, but you didn't know that to increase You didn't know protein, protein load way. yourself to feel satiated. Yeah. Do you right. feel far more satiated than you does ever have in a different... How much of a difference? It does make a difference. I'm not going to lie. There are definitely days that I'm still hungry. Yeah. I still feel at my calorie deficit, which is where we were, where I was getting to, is that... Um, so for years and years when I was doing my fitness pal, and I know you guys have talked about this before, the algorithm gave me for what my... My age, height, weight, and how much I want to lose, and how quickly I would want, I would ideally like to lose it. Um, it was putting me at like between I think twelve or fourteen hundred. It was say, like thirteen fifty. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit and it would adjust number. as I because like then you know when I had extra baby weight mm-hmm. and I had more weight to lose, it adjusted and mm-hmm. things. Um, but so. Every time I did that, I just felt like I was starving all the time. And then after talking, to, after yeah, talking with are. Mike, Mike was like, no. He's like, I think, guesstimate, he's like, try 16, 1600. So I, I've been at 1600 for, I don't know, months now. And like, I've been doing it. But there are definitely days that I was like hungry. And I was yeah, starting to get to a point. The problem is it's hard to fit your protein in as much protein as you would like to feel super full in 1600 calories. Yes. It's, just, it's tough. Yeah. So it's Bef- hold on before you can keep on remember where you are because I also wanted to touch with, with that I wanted to bring up the fact that during when we switched to 1600 for anybody out there who's been tracking at 12 or 13 and has been frustrated and we're now telling you Chrissy says it all the time eat, eat more, more than what you think you food, need to yeah. it was really tough for her mm-hmm. to really eat that 16 because she felt like me it's too. Wrong. I, I totally get it. It felt like you were like, this is not going to work. I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to gain I'm weight. Gonna, there's, there's no way. And so she literally fought me. And I was like, come on, that, uh, you can eat more. And she's like, uh, I don't know. I don't. I was like, just try it. What's You'd the worst that happens? You'd be surprised how many women are out there eating 1,300 calories and they're not losing weight. Right. And it's because they're not eating enough food. You know, yeah. like right. you got to eat a little bit more. You'd be surprised. It's weird to think eating more will help you lose weight. 
But, you know, you're a woman. I think bodies are different. I think they don't want to, you know, like you're operating at such a low amount of calories. I think they're like, we got to hang on to some weight right now mm-hmm. because And that's what I wanted to bring on. up. And that's what it was is because that was such a big mental piece of it for you mm-hmm. was being able to allow yourself to eat 16. And so imagine how much more frustrated you'd be if you were to try to stay at 13 and like that's the part that I mean, I probably would have murdered Victor if I was living in a house with him and he was dropping all this weight, eating 1,900 plus calories, and mm. I'm eating 1,300 calories and not losing weight. I, I started mean, eating 2,500 calories. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I started. I I'm down to 19 now. It's still annoying when he's like, at the end I of the know. night, he's like, oh, man, I still have 300 calories. I don't know what to do. I guess I'll just have one of these cakes. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> Is that Dude, really I would strangle like? you. Is that yeah, really it's, it's a little bit like that. Yeah. It's you know. God damn it. Um, <laughs> so, hey, so where was it? so so anyway? So yeah, I I've been tracking. Um, long story short, um, my goal weight has been pretty much the same for the ten years that I've had. <laughs> I would just really like to hit this weight, please. Um, my goal weight was one forty. That was my goal. Are weight. you under that? I am now under that. My dude. Right? Yes. So was, then that was my reaction. She was like, yeah. Was, how are you not jumping up and down? It's a decade. Ten, <laughs> years. And you hit it and you're there. Like, and you were eating more. What? Like, where's the, well, where's I would winning be like right now. Right we're now. winning. Yeah. So here's, so here's what I'm going to say is that I've been really close to that. Like I've been to like 145 mm-hmm. and like, and my weight, because I like, I, I also, in the past, I've also become super obsessed with a scale like many women Me too, can relate to. I, I don't even so, like, I try, within the past five years, I've tried not to look at it as much because I could become... It could be a very unhealthy situation yeah, for me. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Um, me too. That. I have the yeah. same problem. To, 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 to do that to myself. So I've, you know, I kind of do like intermittent every once in a while. I'm like, oh, I wonder where mm-hmm. I'm at today. And I'll like jump on. And even then, I will say it's really hard. It's tempting because then when it's like up and I'm like, oh, oh I got to get, oh, fuck, I'm up. Like, yeah. and then like I'll check it more often. So like I'll be like, well, you know, maybe... It's I haven't a, eaten it's in a while. It's a mental game. Like maybe, it's it a total such, mental it's game. Totally, yeah. But what ended up happening was I plugged in. I because I because this because I don't do it all the time, and I'm not like every Monday weighing in like Vic does. I weigh in every day. Um, but, but I'm saying like yeah. I'm not recording it on a regular basis. Yeah. So when you look at my fitness pal and you look at the weight, it's like you know I'm yeah. like tracking it not regularly, and so. I finally got under, I was under, I already like weighed in at 139 one day and I was like, oh sweet, oh my God, my one, and I was like excited when I saw it on the scale and nobody was around, it was just me and I was excited then, I was like, oh, I'm at 139, that's awesome, like, whoo, I'm doing it, I'm doing the thing. Doing the thing. Doing the thing. (laughs) She's so cute. And and I, I celebrated mentally in that moment and then I went talking to Vic when, when we were standing there about like, he's like, Oh, what do you, you know, what do you, and I said, I was a one thirty nine. He was like, Oh, that's great. You know, you're again, like you're doing it, not realizing that this had been my goal weight right, for, 10 for 10 years. years. And I forgot that that was my goal weight for 10 years because I'm like, well, all right. I've consistently like, it's been like a week now. And I checked like maybe three times in that week and I was still under. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, now I can solidify Le- it and legit. put the numbers did, was in. Was it like, congratulations, you hit your goal weight? It did. Oh, and that's I was so like, cool. I've literally like, never oh. seen that happen. I'm like, 
that was weird. <laughs> like, I what was, was that? What is that thing? I'm like, what's it, it doing? Like, what are we celebrating? There was confetti, and it said congratulations. And I was like, that's weird. What? What was that? And it, and it like went away then. Right. Just like congratulations. Poof. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> what? And then I went. Did I just hit? And I went back and I looked at my stats and I looked at what my goal weight was set at and it said 140. And I was like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> I, did I, I did it. And then he was like, what? <laughs> but here he didn't know. Like, it was a week that I knew that I was at that. I just didn't realize that that was. That's so funny. Yeah. But th- I mean, so now you've hit that goal weight. That was your original goal weight. And that was a goal weight that you felt was just like. I mean, that was an aggressive goal weight. When you set that weight, it when was an I aggressive it, yes. goal weight. And so, mind you, in the last 10 years, you've had two kids. Yeah. We've had a, a million life changes. We've changed, you've changed careers. You also had a husband a who was like, fuck it, eat whatever you want for a long time. Yes. Mm, that doesn't help. <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah, he's a real jerk. What a dick. No, but treat legit. yourself. Treat yourself, mamacita. <laughs> I still say treat yourself. You do. And then I say just don't eat tomorrow. Just treat yourself today <laughs> and not tomorrow. It's easy. Just kidding. I don't say that. Becky, that is really but, exciting. I'm very excited for you. You've yeah, also been like training for something, haven't you? Have you been like walking around and doing some stuff? Oh. Are you still doing that? Yes. You're going to make me say this. Come on. I'm yes. not making you say nothing. I want to hear about she it. She brought it up. I did look at you and she did bring it up. You're going mm. <laughs> to... I don't know. I, I didn't register I don't know what's going on. I didn't register. So, um... Vic's cousin uh, hit me up a few months ago and was like, hey, I'm going to register for this race in Savannah. Do you want to do it with me? Or no, it wasn't even that night. She's like, you should do it. <laughs> and um, I have the option. She's she She's motivating. <laughs> um, Same thing. She <laughs> listens to the podcast. Um <laughs> But she uh, she said there's a 5K or she said she's signing up for the half marathon. She's like, I'm going to train. I'm going to do the half marathon. She's like, but you should do it with me. It'd be a lot of fun. And she hit me up and she hit up um, our other cousin her as well. Her, yeah. yeah, her sister-in-law. And said, you know, we should all do it together. And so I'm like, well, I know that I've, I've done a 5K, 5K in yeah. the past. Um, and I know that I, I could probably achieve that again. I haven't run in a long time. I was like walking and I've been doing other workout stuff to lose weight. Cause, oh, cause that's the, as I have been at the 1600, I've still been active. That's good. Still that's really what I was kind of getting at. I wanted to um, know like if your steps are going up or what movement. Yeah. You're doing, so I've really. been trying to keep my steps up and, and my movement and do all that. I haven't been lifting. Um, but I'm I drag her to my house and make her lift with me. That's actually, so I, I'm, I mean, not, not, I'm not against it. It just I hasn't. Know, but I wonder, honestly, yeah. that would probably be better because she hates doing it. This is, I'm not, calling you out on this. I don't want it to seem we like that at all. We have the same problem. Me and Aaron also do together. Yeah, and I know. Mm. And I, like, come on, do this. Like, yeah. let's go. Like, And she just hates working out with me. And I can't say I blame her. I would probably hate working out with me, too. But I don't know another way. Like, yeah. that's just yeah. kind of We how, also just have like, very different styles. I, uh, yeah, well, like, yeah. I, well, I mean, I grew up playing sports forever and being barked at by coaches, and that's what I... That's what you learn. Want. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, mm-hmm. like... Which is why I think the mind change with Mike has been so different because he's not that barking guy yeah. at me. But I feel like he could be that guy if he needs to. He walks this really fine line that I love. Yeah. And I feel like really for he's me... He's always like, Victor. 
Yeah. Don't, don't make me yell at you, Victor. Yeah. But he also, like, if we worked out, he'd be like, come on, let's go. Come oh, on. Yeah. Come. Like, he, then well, I Mike want to be barked on. hyper motivational. He is so hyper So, I mean, anybody, this, anybody, he, people playing against him, he's motivating yes. him to beat him. He's like, wow, you whooped my butt yeah, so no good. So the interesting thing that you're that you're getting up without realizing that you're getting at it is that people are intimidated by certain activities or sports because of the connotation that they might have. So like I will say to people, I'm like, I love spin. I love going to spin class. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh my God, yeah, spin class. Awful, and then there's like, because they think <laughs> about that like really obnoxious spin class where it's like doons, 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 go, go, go. Like, it do be a little like, intense. The one that I went to was wild. Yes. And they can be super intense. I don't like that. Yeah. That's his, that's what he does. That's what I feel like he does when you're trying to lift and it's like the pushing through the pain. And oh, we don't play that no, game. No, I don't By like the way, that. My mindset has changed have, a little bit since but I that do, was, that was previous not knowing anything idiot guy who was also the same guy that sat on the couch and was like, if you just worked out really hard, you'd be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can yeah. eat whatever you want. But I do, but, there yeah. is, um, I do have, there is an instructor at the Y who I love, um, Shout out to Karen. She's amazing because she makes it fun for me. And right. some people may not like her because they have they, spin they at the need... Y. Oh yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know anything. I've never been step foot in the Y. I oh, need to go yeah, to the Y. You should the go y. do. That's but, what you. Uh, so my point. Uh-uh, before you go, before you go off like on your tangent, like let me finish making. my thought. Yeah. <laughs> Let me finish my thought. So she makes it really fun because like I always say like her her music is the best because she loves doing like throwback old school music mm-hmm. and it's just like fun stuff that like you love to sing along and she'll mix it up. It's like one, you know, one, t- you know, first it's, uh, you know, Foreigner and then it's Paramore and then it's I'm gonna like tell you, classic rock. I want to tell you about my spin class so you can tell me how different rock. your spin class was because the one I went to it was like dark and it felt like I was kind of in a club. They do have the lights off. it was off. like, go, 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 go the whole time. And no. then... No. And no. then it's also come with freezing in there. Come with me. This is where Vic doesn't have to match make. I'll take you. We'll go. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah. Well, that's it's, what I was, yeah. was going to say is... Because one of the things I think with the lifting part is... it. I mean, with any of it, you're already uncomfortable doing a task that you aren't familiar mm-hmm. with anyway. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. so, like, just go... That That is the one thing that... I hate. I think that's what I hated about the gym, and why like I ended up putting a gym in the house is because like I was already uncomfortable with the idea of what I was doing, and then to be in an environment that was a little uncomfortable, blah blah. blah. But if you have somebody to guide you through that, it's it, it's different, and that's why I was saying you guys should swap because the lifting thing you're already kind of uncomfortable with the idea of it in general. Um, so having Chrissy, who also is going to be lifting. I'm not uncomfortable with it. I think I, I think like I'm uncomfortable with spin because it's not something that I do very often. I'm not super I'm, familiar with it. That's my you know. Point. And it's if I was going, I wouldn't no be going by myself. So not, uh, like I would want someone to go with me that does it. You know what I mean? What I what I want. It's like um, it's not that I'm. So I I just don't want to be misunderstood. I'm not intimidated by it. I am not. Um, I'm not I know saying I intimidation. Do- I'm saying it's uncomfortable. It's something that you're it's not different. as familiar with. It's boring. It can be boring. It can be boring. And that's what, like, I get that. That's my point is that, like, with spin, people think, oh, it's intense, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. So that's why I'm like, I'm hoping that 
I can find a way to make it a little less boring because that's for me. That's where I'm like, oh, I'm like lifting. Yeah, is so like so me boring. and Maggie, Maggie will and come over running. and we have a great time lifting because we're listening to fun music and we're kind of like dancing and like we're See, doing that, whatever I, we want. I mean that maybe they'd be yeah, but like <laughs> running. That's what I was gonna say. Like and yeah, it applies across the board. Boring. That's yeah. so okay. This is where I'm saying is that. I'm probably going to do this half marathon, even though I did hurt myself. I did start training for it. Uh-huh. Did not register yet. I was about to register and then I literally hurt myself, but uh. I've been rehabbing and I started, I did go out and do a, a short run Recently. a couple days ago yeah. and I felt pretty good. And so I'm working on it. But, um, the point is that I also don't like running yeah, and I'm running like, why gross. would I, why would I want to run? for 13.1 miles when I hate it. And what changed for me was I actually, I've had, again, for 10 years, but I don't always use it, I've had the Nike Run Club app on my phone. Mm-hmm. But what they have, they I knew that they had like runs that you could listen to coaches and stuff. And I think I had tried them a long time ago, but I hadn't done anything recently. And then I saw that, oh, they have a training for a half marathon thing in here. And they set you up with each week, here are your runs. And you can choose to either just like listen to the music or they have guided runs. I'm like, no, I think I need the guided run. I need somebody to tell me what I'm doing. So what do they say on these like guided runs? Well, this is what's interesting is that, have you heard of Headspace? No. So Headspace is like this meditation app platform. Okay. They teamed up with Headspace, not all of the runs, but some of the runs are with the creator of Headspace. And like I went on this one run in like the first week of training and I was like, I get it now. Like something clicked that I was like, I get why runners like running now. And I like, because it was more meditative and it was them talking to me. Like all of those, he was like hitting all of the things in my head that he was like, you're probably like, why am I doing this right now? I hate running. I'm not a runner. Running sucks. What am I accomplishing? Blah, blah, blah. Like all of these things. He's like, we're going to get rid of that negativity. And like, we're going to, I've, I've been, Alongside of my fitness journey, I've also been working on my mental health and doing a lot They're of... They're oddly mixed together. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not oddly. They're as connected as connected. They're yes. super Indeed. connected. And yeah. so like listening to that, it literally was like a meditation as I was running. And I was like, man, I'm like, I felt as as cheesy as this sounds, I felt so changed after that run. She got the runner's high, man. I did. And like, I wasn't running any faster or longer or anything different than I had before, but I felt different. And since then, like that's what, so in the guided runs, even the ones that aren't the headspace ones, um, the, there's coaches on there and they'll come on every once in a while and they'll be like, all right, so here's the run that you have today. And, like the one coach, Coach Bennett, he's hilarious. Like he'll sit there and he's like, and you're probably thinking, you know, at the end of this run, I'm going to go like eat a piece of pie because it's Thanksgiving or like whatever happens mm-hmm. to be like, he's just kind of, it's almost like listening to it's a, like podcast. a podcast. It's like yes. a running but they, while you run cast. But they set it up and he like motivates you and he'll be like, okay, I'm just going to give you a quick reminder. How are you breathing right now? Do you think you could hold a conversation with me? He's like, I want you to talk to me right now. Talk out loud. He's like, yes, you're going to look crazy to the other people running around you, but I don't care because I'm not actually there right now, but I am here with with you like mm. it's very interesting like to listen like that is it's cool. entertaining almost and motivate it's the weirdest kind of thing so check it out i actually recommended it to christy the who, his cousin, cousin right, right. who's going to be running and she crazy and she listened she listened to the headspace yeah. one and she's like you're right it was meditative and like so it is cool. like i think it's how you there's perceptions of things and then there's how you actually go about doing it 
still that I still have no desire to go running. Yeah, running is not my favorite, but I, it's not that. I think it's because I'm a skater, and every time I skate, my literal thought is, "This is so much more fun than running." <laughs> every single time I skate. Yeah, I mean, I get that. <laughs> so I get I'm that. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> running was just always a punishment. Yeah, like, absolutely. It was like, hey, was, oh, you gotta even in school. Up, go it was laps. like, okay, you gotta run a mile. I don't know if they did this when you guys were younger, but they definitely did it when I was younger. The the, the presidential, presidential. Oh my god, such anxiety. Oh such yeah, you anxiety had to you know run a mile, and it had to be under a certain amount of time, or you mm-hmm. didn't get whatever. Did you I ever do that, those days. I, I think know. there was even one year in there high school. There was like a, a you hanging had to, or pull up yes, one. You had to have you done had a one. It's probably school did it. It may not be in the whole U.S. I don't know. We lived like 20 minutes from each other. Did you go to a private school or anything different? No. It's public school. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely remember was it. I it was, it was traumatizing. Day? Dude, the poor fat we kids. Did it, every like, year it was made since middle to call school. out different kids who like weren't athletes, yes. basically. So yes. like all the athletic kids are out there crushing it, and every other kid has to get their body fat measured in front of everybody, their weight measured in front of everybody. Yep. You stood it's in kind of line, you got the way on the they scale, did it. they took it down. And if you listen to there's a really, really good episode of You're Wrong About that talks about the presidential fitness test and it's very eye-opening because really there's no fucking point to the whole thing at the end of the day. Like it was like, I wonder if you just don't remember because you were a male athletic kid? and athletic maybe. So it didn't really make it, wasn't it. particularly it was like, challenging for you. Probably like, did you have it any wasn't, anxiety? It wasn't challenging for me cool really up. either as a kid, but I definitely remember there being the other, you know, the kids that just weren't not that wasn't their thing, man. Yeah. And they were like checking their body fat and stuff like in front of everybody yeah, else. See, like it's like cruel. I tried to I be, I tried to be absent the day that we were supposed to run the mile. And I, I think there was, there, there was, was like a makeup mile year. day. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. So, yeah, I don't remember this at all. The only time I remember in high school was what? What? No, was it was it like high ele- I think it was elementary it's school. For us, it started in middle school and it went all the way through high school. I remember every year, I don't remember particularly it at all. in every elementary year. and middle um, school. But I, I remember, remember in, high in high school. The only time I, I we used calipers, I, I we had a health I had a health class and we measured our body fat to with calipers. learn how to use calipers. Yeah, yeah no, to totally different. That. But that's the only time that I remember ever being measured. No, it was, it was not did, only we that. Didn't it do was the calipers. We ju- it was literally just like the tape measure. They would take your your measurements, measurements and your weight. The only test anything that I ever remember was for soccer cuz when I played soccer, I played all 4 years of high school soccer and the first like week of practice or it was like the first day we did what was called the Cooper test. Uh-huh. Where they basically said, you have 12 minutes, get as far as you can. Run as many oh, laps as you can in 12 minutes. And the goal for us is two miles. To do two miles in 12 no, minutes. No, man. Those are six-minute miles. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> well, that's, but I, we played soccer. But back in the day when you were that younger, I guess it's way more Yeah, achievable. and I was like 16. I was like, I mean, between yeah. 13 and 17. Um, I started 13. I know. It was weird. But. That that's all. That those are the tests that I remember. I remember no, that. No, this Cooper test was test. messed up because but you also got you either got a gold or a silver or a bronze or a nothing. No, we didn't do that. Based off of what your results were, and it was like all kind of calculated together. So like, even if you could run a mile, and, but you couldn't do you couldn't school. do a My dead hang, or you couldn't do. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't. I don't quite remember the. I don't remember the categories oh i just remember having to do all i remember stuff. all of them and, I, and that's trauma. part of the awful yeah, very yeah. Trauma. Awful. yeah very and that trauma. is part of the reason that is part of the reason why i i think i have mental struggles with running because like i was always one of i couldn't run a mile like i had to walk some of it 
And eventually, I think by my older years, I was in like the like fuck it group. I'm just going to watch right. the whole thing. Agreed. So, like, because really, nothing came out of the presidential fitness test. But then everybody, for, like, else, but it was still good job. You did good. Even with my indignation of like, you know what I mean? I'm just going to walk this motherfucker yeah. and take the whole class time. Do you know how they, long that war ran? I just looked it up. It started in the 50s. Yeah, it was bad. And it ran until 2013. Oh, thank God they don't do it they, anymore. I think they changed, just kept changing it throughout. But, like, really, listen to that podcast episode. I'll send it to you guys because it's, like, very eye-opening about the It was disbanded and replaced with the Presidential Youth Fitness Program. Hmm. So you know, the reason that? they is got into it is... I have no idea. That's all the information yeah. I have. That's but, no, that's, that. like, those having to climb... you remember the rope? Yeah, the oh rope Oh, my God, climb. I hated the, the rope climb. Yeah, so I saw the... I see so it that's on TV. another thing. I've never once tried to climb a rope. It, it wasn't... Really? It wasn't, like, throughout all the schools. Like, the rope climb part, it's not actually part of the presidential fitness test. Some PE teachers just made you do it. So it was, like, by school. Like, so they would add their own bullshit in there. So, Fuck like... you, Mr. Gold. Right, exactly. <laughs> 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 it's real messed up. Yeah, I'm glad they Because I was that like, anymore. I would love to try and climb a rope. That seems so much fun. Like, you see it on all those old school TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff. That was, it hurts. I've never... Yeah, it's I don't remember hurt. doing any of this. Yeah. yeah. No, it's trauma. I'm literally traumatized. I'm like, I'm like getting anxious what, so you talking what, about was it. In this? I'm so fascinated All right, fascinated so the ones that I remember, right the ones now. that are actually part of the presidential fitness test was a mile run. There was like a sit and reach. So you would sit with your feet mm-hmm. against this box that had like a little thing on it. And then you'd reach how forward far? and however far you could push that thing. Was you your... really did do it. I just, it doesn't, it didn't phase and me. And then there was like a, it, yeah. a chin up or a pull up thing for dudes. And I think girls could either do chin ups or hang. Yeah. We had to hang like this, like above the bar for oh so long. And then. And what happens if you failed? Like, I mean, so that was a thing. It was like just public humiliation really in yeah. front of your peers because like if you did well enough, you got gold and then you were silver you just and then there was it. like... Like it's not yeah, like you it was just fail. It's not like you failed gym because you couldn't do that. You just had to participate, participate in this shit. It really it came in, I can't remember the whole story, but it was like somewhere else kids were, did some test where they outperformed US kids, a different fitness test. And so the U.S. was like, oh, we got to do something. We got to get our kids fit. So they created this BS-ass program. Yeah, but if it's just a test for one day, what the hell does that, how does that increase fitness? That's exactly the point. Listen to the podcast. Is they're like, the whole point is that the other kids were practicing these particular movements all the time. So when you tested them on it, they could do them well. In gym in the U.S., it was like, hey, we're playing kickball every day. And then one time we're all going to do all these ridiculous things that we've never trained to do. And then we're not going to do well. Surprise. <laughs> like, that's how that went. Why are people so stupid? Yeah. Like, I... Yeah. It is, but that, seriously, that... I'm so yeah, triggered. Yeah, I'm so triggered right now. That, <laughs> that presidential... Um, uh, that test is one of the contributing factors to why... You hate running. I hate, well, why I hate running. You and, and probably like a ton of other people. Why I felt like I couldn't achieve physical fitness. Why I felt that yeah, I they, just they, wasn't one of those they, people. Honest to God, they made you feel people. like you were not capable. But it's like, look, man, if we had spent gym training how to run a mile, you know, or training how to sit and reach or training our pull-ups or whatever, and then you test people on it. Like, okay, then maybe you've done something. But if all you do all year round is play kickball or Foursquare or whatever, and then one day you test people on some shit they've never done, like, it's not practical. So <laughs> that's what used to drive me nuts actually about that Cooper test thing that like I was talking about is because we did it at the beginning of the season before we ever started. Conditioning. But it was just basically they, the coaches used it 
as a way to see what where our conditioning was and how hard we had to push conditioning. Mm-hmm. Because if we all sucked and only got like if if the whole team could only run a mile in twelve minutes, we're in trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're yeah. soccer players. Like we should be able to do two miles. I never got two miles ever. Um really? a mile and three quarters was the best that I ever did. Uh which is cause so eight laps is um is two miles because yeah. four, four so, laps was a mile. I remember that being so. A I thing. would be like a lap short mm-hmm. every time. Like that's and the one time I would have actually done it, I was like we were running and we were on the track and I don't remember whether it was like the girls team or the anyway girls came out. You got distracted. Yeah, well not distracted. I I started running faster. Oh, motivated. <laughs> And I overpaced myself then because I was trying to like show yeah, off because I'm an there, idiot yeah. like most Casey young wiped guys out are. on his balance bike the other day because he was checking out girls in the yard. Hey. As we were <laughs> totally, I'm sorry. Uh, he just totally yes. wiped out sort of crying. Like father, like, like son, you I'm know like, things happen. What happened? <laughs> and I looked up, I was like, you were looking at those pretty girls in the yard over there, weren't you? And he just like stuck his bottom lip <laughs> out and started shaking his head. I was like, that's what you got to learn, bud. Let's get up. <laughs> you get some lumps sometimes, my dude. You get some lumps. That's so funny. So, well, but, Becky, I am very proud of you. Thanks. Yeah, right. Keep crushing it. So I love to now hear that it. you've reached that, do you, are you resetting another goal, or you're like, I'm done. I'm gonna going to switch to maintenance. Like, what what is the so plan? She's gonna do when? a switch to muscle building, and she's gonna be a bodybuilder. Right, Lock it out, girl. That's what's happening. No, no? <laughs> <Random>. <laughs> um, dream big, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just so my my goal is to stay. Within a five, but, but my my goal, my hope, my goal, I don't know which word I want to use for, I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to stay between I'm gonna one, <laughs> I'm going to stay between 135 and 139 um, and not obsess over the number on the scale. Instead, I am going to be more active and just continue my good eating habits. I think that's an excellent goal. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> Don't drop my mic, please. Um, well, I think that we need to have regular Becky check-ins. It makes me feel good to know what's going on. I mean, on. we do. I just, I'm usually the person who's telling the. That's so true. you don't have to answer this question, um, but you, you just told us what your weight's at now. Do you want to talk about where you came from? When? From the beginning That's of this? That's kind of, of my this? point. No, that so in 10 years, because people listening are like, cool, you got it to 140, what, what, from like 145? Like what right. you were stuck at? Where were you? Like what So like was, you want to you want to know what my like stock exchange zigzag thing looks like? If you're to share that information, <laughs> that's what I'm, but that's um, on you. So when I started it 10 years ago, um, which is when I started grad school, after my office job that was near a Starbucks and Starbucks and a Dunkin' Donuts on the way, um, I was up at 170. Wow. Um, and so that was two years before our wedding. So I was motivated. Right. Right. And so I was on a mission then not as healthy apparently as of a mission and just not as informed. You know what I mean? I did what I could. I did my best. Um, that was actually when I started listening to podcasts. I used to listen to podcasts while I ran before it was cool. Before it was cool. Um, 
and uh, and where I got a lot of my information from. But I at that point that I had lost before our wedding was then the, the lowest I had been. I think I got down to 145. Wow. So I was almost... That's pretty impressive. I was almost there yeah. in 2013. Um, and then... With babies and stuff, then it just kind of like yeah, I that's stayed like there a for a little while. Throwing a wrench then, in the whole thing. Um, the highest in my life that I've ever been was uh, post baby number one. What did I say? It was like one ninety three. Was the I thought it was one eighty five, like right around there. Was I didn't think you hit that was when I was losing it. No, I went back and I looked at all of them. You were over one ninety. Yes. Wow, that's nuts. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. done. Yeah, and then by like I think by Christmas time. Yeah, you did say that because that's about what I almost what I weigh now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like 193 after I had Aurora, and then I, when I started Spin was she was like six months old when I was finally like I gotta lose this baby yeah. weight, and then when I started Spin I lost a whole bunch, and then in a couple of years I ended up losing that baby weight and getting back down to like 150, and then I got pregnant again. And I cried and because I, cried. I did all that hard work <laughs> and it took me three years. And then, <laughs> um, and then I, I just continued to actually, I, I remember I went to my spin instructor, the one that I love. And I went to her and I was like, I just found out I'm pregnant. She's like, congratulations. I was like, I know, but now I have to Wait, stop. This lady has been your spin instructor and that long. I went when I was, yeah, wow. after I had Aurora, after I had Aurora, I went and I was like, I'm going to try this new thing. And I lost a lot of weight doing that yeah. and, and combination of other things. Um, but then um, she she said to me, she's like, no, no, no. She's like, you can go through this entire pregnancy. She's like, we're gonna keep you fit. We're gonna keep you good. And like, I told the other, I told the other instructors that were there at the time mm-hmm. as well. I'm like, just letting you know, this is what's happening and why I might not be able to do these different moves. And she's like, we just need to adjust things for you. We just modify. She yeah. goes, we modify it. And I did. I was going to spin up until you go I like had the Casey week before you had them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, wow. And. This even girl my is a trooper. That is pretty my, impressive. My I can't like I can't have, I can't me. even. I'm not a good spinner without a pregnant belly. I can only imagine. Our first child. She played a gig on Thursday and gave birth on Monday. Yeah, like up, she up till gave, the end of to the, the point where she had a, she had a straight stand. We played this one gig and she wasn't playing an instrument at the time. She was just singing. And she went to go lean up to the microphone, and her belly pushed the microphone away. <laughs> I had to cancel a gig pregnant. the day the the day I went to the hospital for with, our second kid. Yeah, yeah I canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing kid. all the way up. But my OBGYN, she even told me she's like, "Oh, this is so great." She's like, "I'm so glad that you're active, and the spin's going to help you with labor." I don't know if that was true because I had a, had a harder labor the second time, but yeah. it, who knows how much worse it could yeah, have been? Absolutely. Um, but the, anyway, so then I was I only gained. I was back up to like. I think I got up to 175 when I was pregnant mm-hmm. with him. How much weight do you put on with a baby? I mean, I guess that varies. That's a whole nother. I'll but come I guess on it's the weight we'll of the baby that. plus, right? Yeah, like, I guess. Okay. Yeah, it's there's lots of various. We'll talk there's about how much that you time. could weigh. We should talk about that, Becky. Let's let's yeah. plan an episode because there's pregnant women out there. Who I went are down probably a big old rabbit hole with trying that, to so figure out how to not gain too, you know, excessive weight. Which is like when you're pregnant, that's got to be challenging because you're feeding two people. Well, you but know? that's the problem that you most people are like, hunger. oh, I'm eating for Let's two. Let's save that for You're another You're not eating pod. for two Dude, You're eating adults. for like one in a, in a yeah. tiny bit. <laughs> I got I got info. I got the deets for you. Cool. Yeah, that's um, a great idea. Let's do that episode. So I got up to like 170 something, 175 with him pregnant. And then because I was still active, I was able to lose it pretty quickly. And then when we started this whole journey, I was kind of off because that second baby 
life just got more complicated and I wasn't as active and I wasn't eating as well and wasn't taking care of myself overall because it's two kids are like, feels like 20 million. I say this all the time, yeah, but when I don't you know have, how you do it. we changed our whole lives for the first child. And so in my brain, not in Becky's brain, in my brain, I was like, if we add a second one, like we already changed all the major things, like how much more it's just adding one more. But I say this, it's not adding. It's like multiplication. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's exponential. Yeah, it's not a, you just, oh, one plus one is two. It's like one times a thousand is now 20,000. Yeah. Like it's, and then also you had a baby boy. Yeah. So yeah. the energy He's, difference yeah. is the stress always wild. Are, the stress levels don't help. That's not a good thing for weight loss. Yeah. But yeah. I did, I was at a better place at that point. In the beginning of this year, I was up at like one... 60 something okay so i had gained a little weight i lost it gained it back but from the beginning of this year from the beginning of our journey our finding our fit in 40 because vic turned 40 in january i turned 40 in february i went on the train too and i i lost so you're one month pounds. younger than victor yeah hang on to that two weeks that's two important weeks, yeah. it's only two weeks yeah it's, it's an important two weeks yeah, yeah it is for two yeah. weeks she lets me know about it yeah but <laughs> she lets me know about it <laughs> what did you lose what i, I, I didn't want that to get buried 25 pounds. She's lost 25 over, pounds. At this point, it's over. It's like 26. That is and hugely significant number. Let me, I just want to put this in there is she's lost that. And yes, it's been since February that we started all of this. Yeah. However, when I say we started all of that, I yeah. mean, I started it and she was like, she, she, she fought did. you. She fought you on she it. Did. She did. For in. the first couple months, she, she did. So she lost 25 pounds, not, not in the same, in the amount, same amount of time. time. Yeah. She's lost it in less time because it was a good three, four months before she I was I mean, like she also really has like a far less weight to lose. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah, totally. But I'm, what yeah. I'm saying is she's a, oh, she's a woman. Yep. She's female. And in less time, she made this change. And this is the biggest change that she's... Had, had in the shortest amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. 25 so, pounds. And I mean, the other was you three years to lose a bunch of weight the last yep, time, right? That's what yeah. I'm saying. So the significance of that, I don't want lost. If you're listening, you can make a difference. This stuff that we're talking about really has made a difference. It's part of why I wanted Becky to come on today is because she has such a history of losing weight. I don't. I've never really tried to lose weight. I was fat and happy and like didn't give up. Yeah, Becky has a story that a lot, a lot of women can relate to. And that's what I feel is like so relatable. But I also wanted to push that point of like adding the protein, increasing, and she did add activity. Mm -hmm. She works out. She does these workouts. She doesn't do necessarily. Okay, but that's okay. I mean, like as much as I love lifting and you love lifting, it doesn't necessarily have to be forever. But she does do resistance training because she's doing. As long as she's doing some kind of resistance. yeah, It's body weight resistance training that she does with some of the workouts she does. So she does do a little bit of resistance training. What I'm trying to, what I've tried to promote to her is like, if you add actual resistance training, you would gain a little bit of muscle mass and that would actually increase even your calorie that's, intake. That's that's my biggest more. thing for for putting muscle on is that the more muscle I put on, the more food I get to eat. Yeah. And like as a lady, look, so your option, you're not gonna get any taller. Right. So like you can either put muscle on or you can put fat on. Either way, you'll use more calories. And if you add muscle, you're really not gonna notice a massive difference. No. Like Chrissy, you have more muscle mass than Becky does. Right. But but I'm not like stackly no. huge, you know what I mean? And like that's what I'm trying that's again the point that I've tried to I say. I think with people Becky also like the like, amount of people, especially like we have like people coming to the bar. I'm just thinking one person in particular who was like, Yeah, I lift lightweights because like I don't want to get really big and jacked. And it's like, man. 
you're not going to accidentally stumble into that. (laughs) You know, like I've been trying to put, I've been actively trying to put muscle on for years and this is all I have. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like it takes a while and, um, but the newbie gains are good, you know, so she could make some good newbie gains and then she could just coast. She could just coast. Yeah. Because once you put the muscle on, the amount of effort to keep it on is far less than the amount of effort to put it on, you know? So like you could kind of do, you could put like, get some newbie gains and like just coast. You don't even have to like continue to stack muscle if you don't want to. Which is kind of what I've been trying to say with you is like, you could do that now. Yeah. I mean, my bigger, my, my, my bigger thing to tackle would be my upper body Mm -hmm. because with doing, and I mean, I saw, I, I say I'm doing spin, like I'm doing it all the time and I've haven't gone in like weeks because I hurt myself. And even then I was only going like once a week. Yeah. But, but that once a week makes a big difference when you add it with everything else. But I also, I did notice in the time that I've been doing it now, like my legs are stronger because Mm -hmm. you're doing like for those people who don't understand, it's not just spinning. It's not just biking. Yeah. It changes. Everything's changing constantly. The resistance the resistance, And depending on the instructor that you have, some of them are just the go, 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 where it is more about the speed. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, you pull, you put the resistance up, but you're still, it's like speed. Um, the classes that I really like, there are times when you get a really hard climb where like you're struggling to put, but it's like slow. You have to push and pull those pedals and it's a slow burn. That's great for the legs. And how you, how you like stand or sit on the bike. I mean, you guys have seen those, those Olympic cyclists where their, their quads are like, I mean, bigger than I am around. They have little spindle arms, but their quads are huge. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And you know, yeah, absolutely. We could, we could, we could do. You could do some upper body stuff. That's my favorite. My favorite is upper body. It's I mean, much more she fun does do some stuff. upper body stuff because we have children that mm-hmm. she carries around and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're but like they're like kettlebells. Those little babies, just like kettlebells. Yeah, that's all. You want go pick up the six year old? Yeah, no, just a little one. <laughs> <laughs> is there kettlebells that increase? He's in like weight a turkey. It's constantly. almost like he's a turkey. It's a big turkey. It's almost like he's a turkey. It's almost like he's a turkey. <laughs> So I've had a lot of fun. Thank you, Becky, for filling in yeah. for Mike today and sharing your story. I know I've we talk about it all the time. This is all information that I've had before, but I share a little bit about your stuff, but I, I don't feel like it's my place to really like. You know, I appreciate that because it's sensitive exactly. stuff for women. Yeah, it is. And it, you know what? I just like to hear it come from the mouth of the person who's I know. experiencing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also yeah. wish that we could, as women, be more open about that stuff without it being shameful of being like, oh, I was 193. Yeah. And then like and celebrating. That's the other thing too, is that like we like diminish ourselves so much of like mm-hmm. celebrating, like, I don't want to be like, look at me, I got my go away. Cause then I feel like I'm bragging. And yeah, but that, you like, know, my, and my, I, I hear other you. And then now there's so much get... body shaming out there. Yeah. That's people, not you know, just like... a female thing, by the by. Yeah. How many is. dudes yeah, are right. like so proud that they put on muscle and they're showing photos on how many People mock guys all the time who put up photos of themselves shirtless because they're bragging about their body. But tell you what, they spent lots of time and effort Absolutely. to get that body to look like it does. Yeah. So I understand the idea of like keeping some humility, blah, blah, blah. I get all that. But it, if I had bought a car that I spent hours and hours and hours working and restoring and put a photo of that car up online, people would be like, wow, oh, that's wow, awesome. Great How hard cool work, that? man. That's so good for yeah. you. But if it happens to be your body, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you're so yeah. proud. and so uh, You think you're better like, than me. Yeah. Well, no, I just put in a shit ton of work and look at what it did. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I now, I was that person who was shaming people for doing that because I did not get exactly the amount of effort it takes to be that. I was the guy who always thought, oh, 
oh, you're bragging because you, it just happens. You're just you're one genetically of those people. blessed. Yeah, or you're one of those yeah. people that just happens to have a great body. Good for you. I'm not that guy. Well, no, I can be. I just have to put the amount of hours in. It's the same thing I talk about. I just was talking about it before because you picked up my guitar. We play music for a living, Becky and I both, and we all the time have people walk up to us and be like, oh my gosh, you're such a great guitar player, in your case, ukulele player. You're so good at it. But, you're so talented. Like, you're so talented. I wish I could play like that. I'm like, you can play every day for hours and you would yeah, sound like exactly. we do too. Like, and I'm not even a good guitar player. I will never claim to be a good guitar player. Yeah, the, the thing is that people assume... That people are just naturally talented or just naturally Instead in shape of, yeah. or they're just naturally good. Nah, man. Like, people are it all takes putting work. in a lot of time. Everybody man. puts takes in work. the work. So, at that being said, be Becky, brag effort. on yourself, <laughs> yeah. man. Brag on yourself. I'm going to brag on you. Yes. You should brag on you, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Do cartwheels. I can't do a cartwheel. Beaks. See, that's why she's got to work I can on never do a cartwheel. So right. No, because all the about presidential the That's the next goal. The next goal was a cartwheel. Hey, that, was cartwheel. On the pres- <laughs> that was on the presidential fitness test, too. A cartwheel. It was a cartwheel. I think you might be right. Was it really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm just traumatized. <laughs> just trauma. So much trauma. Jim was trauma. Well, hopefully you have a little less trauma because you're hitting your goals, and we are all super proud of you. I am very proud of you. Yay. Good job on kicking butt. Let's go eat lunch. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm starving. My stomach is making grumbles. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening to another episode check out true nutrition as always prx performance check them out i love 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 my rack which i haven't done in a few weeks it's been so crazy <laughs> For shame. working on it as your I'm, wife it just says what are you being in the room when you say that <laughs> uh, i love them all all the racks that i have love them bye pod love you guys, people and we'll catch you uh next week it's going to be a little delayed the next week one and i have to say that now because we're so caught up because i am going away to Vegas for a week. <gasps> Take me with you. you. I mean, I had to get a really huge suitcase so I could fit my pokies in, so there's probably room for you in my really? suitcase. Really? Just, yeah. Anyway. That's right. You're going to watch the cool pool thing. Let's talk I about that next time. I am going to watch the pool tournament. Yeah, we'll talk about it when I get back. Cool. All right. Love you, pop people. Bye. Bye.